Hey, what's up? This is Juliet, and you're listening to Broken Girl Unchained Podcast. Sitting here with me is my lovely and handsome, once again, co-host, Miguel. Welcome, listeners. I don't know about the handsome, but I'll take the lovely, I guess. Oh, gosh. Take what you can get. You're so... Take a compliment. Just take a compliment. Okay, yes. I'm extremely handsome. You are. Own that shit. I'm like the the bald version of Bruce Willis. Okay. I'll take that. (laughs) But welcome back. You've been kind of MIA as well as I have. Um, You know, how was your summer? It's good. It's good. I've just been uh, hanging out with my son, skateboarding, visiting family, that sort of stuff. So we've been having a good time. I have to say some of the pictures that you've sent me you're good at everything you do. I mean, what else do you do? You snowboard, you skateboard. I grew up as that typical kind of California kid. You know, I grew up surfing and skateboarding and picked up snowboarding in my 20s. And now in my 40s, I'm back to skateboarding because my son, who's 16, is super into it. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. I I know. Some of the stuff that you guys do, I I can't even get on a skateboard. I don't know how you guys do it. It's bravery to like, it blows my mind. Well, I think it's, it's the change of as people, you know, get to be my age and we don't want to give up the stuff we're doing. We want to still be out skating and skiing and, and riding bikes and hiking. And, and I think it's just different from, from a few generations back where, mid forties, why it's not, why it it wasn't old by any stretch of the imagination, but people tend to slow down. I think you see more people, you know, my age and even older who are still really active. And that's just my goal. I want to be active. I I don't want to, you are extremely active. I don't want to be sedentary. I I don't want to, I don't want to stop doing the things I love doing just because I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit older. Yeah. I, I don't do them to the same the same extent that I, I was doing. I don't think you give yourself enough credit because, I mean, you're actually really good at what you do and everything that you put your mind to. And you downplay a lot of it. Well, I, I appreciate the compliment, so I'll, thank I'll take you, it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so um, what's up for the month of August? Well, we have a few things coming up. Uh, I'll let you talk about the guests that we have coming on. What I want to address first is is the project. Yes. We have, project. we have a project, it's called 3125, and it's based on Proverbs. Uh, a Proverbs, a verse from the Bible. It says, uh, what's the verse say? Uh, she is clothed with strength and dignity and laughs without fear of the future. And that's a, an awesome thing for what the project is about. The project's going to be a, a boudoir, pinup style photo shoot. Whatever anyone is comfortable with. Right, right. And, and we're just sexy, empowering, empowering pictures. I know you, after your divorce, you went and got pictures done. I know my ex-wife did that. And as much as I hated to see it, I know for her, it was like, like a rallying cry. Like I can, I still, I, I'm reclaiming myself. Right. And I think that when you're in a toxic relationship or even an abusive one, um, 
and either you're verbally abused or emotionally abused, you lose your self-confidence. So when you're actually on your own and you're searching for yourself again after being codependent on someone for so long, finding that self-confidence was hard for me. Um, even though everybody was telling me I was all of these great things, I just didn't see what they seen and I hated the person that I seen in the mirror. So when I did that photo shoot, it was definitely empowering. And I want, I put together this project because the more and more I started connecting with uh, our listeners and um, my readers, it was just, I wanted to bring out that confidence. And no matter what I said to them, it wasn't going to make them feel better about themselves. So. Well, words are only going to take you so far. Right. right. So it's it's about being able to to have something that fits you, you know, like and I know that you've you've received messages from readers who've just said, How do I get my how do I reclaim myself? I don't feel worthy, I don't feel I don't feel like like I'm desirable, like, like, and it's, it's a confidence piece. Right. I've gotten a lot of emails and um I've gotten a lot of feedback as far as like, how do you feel confident? How do I feel what you feel? Or how do I get through what, what I'm going through the same way that you did? It's a process, number one. And number two, it's all about embracing who you are. So with that being said, this is what we're looking for. We're looking for, we're looking for women and some men, I uh-huh. guess, uh, who would be willing to, who want to come out and take some of these pictures. Um, we'll do some shoots alone. You'll do some shoots with other people. You know, we're going to have uh, some cool ass motorcycles there and maybe a couple hot rods too, if we can get some people. Um, and what we're looking for is we're looking for models. Um, All shapes, sizes, ages, ages don't matter as long as you're over 18. Must be an adult. Yes, yes. you must be an adult. Um, also too, we're looking for stories. I want to hear, you know, these stories of women because strong women empower me. So if you've gotten through toxic relationships or abusive relationships or anything that you didn't think that you were going to survive and you pushed through and you got through, I want to hear about it. And I, I want you to tell your story proud and I, I want you to feel good about yourself and take some pictures because guess what? You're not going to be in that body forever. And I want you to remember that feeling. I want to capture those pictures for you and capture those moments for you. Exactly. And we're looking to also eventually put out possibly a calendar right no we are going to do a calendar and the calendar is going to have inspirational quotes and um by powerful women um influential women in the world and the picture is also going to have the story that goes with it right? right so we'll have the picture of of the woman for for the month and then her story about a brief story about her overcoming what she overcame or or how she has gotten through what she she got through. Basically how she is now unchained. Exactly. And I think that's a, a great way to put it. So ladies, 
Gentlemen as well. Gentlemen, absolutely. Men are, have been victims too. So we we want you. We want to hear your story. And if you're willing, you know that the pictures will be tasteful. They're not going to be. Yeah. It's going to be very classy. And, and we need sponsors as well. We have yeah, sponsors a, are very very important. We have a couple businesses on board already. Uh, a couple, couple of the Modesto staples. So we're starting to get the sponsorship money together. Ideally, we'd like to raise about five grand to be able to put the whole project together. And that includes the shoot and location and and, and all that sort of stuff. And we have the after party and we have a photographer who's donating her time Mm -hmm. and we're still working on getting someone to possibly donate hair and makeup and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm working on that. And then as well as we want our listeners to pick the winner and that is going to be broken girls poster you know for the year i mean is that the correct word to say yeah they'd be our our the poster child poster the, child. the representative <laughs> right yeah. or like you know broken girl of the year you know um and it doesn't necessarily represent that you're broken it necessarily just rep- represents strength and you are walking through life with integri- integrity and dignity and, you know, you should be proud of yourself. And that's what we're trying to represent. And also, too, once our listeners pick the winner, um, we're hoping that we get a sponsor that is willing to donate, you know, a spa day for that, for that girl that can, you know, feel beautiful for that day. So definitely calling, calling all businesses, calling all interested people. Um, We want to hear from you. And this is a great project. Like, uh, like I said, we're, we're not going to release the names of our sponsors just yet until we start to, to get more. And I have the upcoming meetings as well. So it's like everything's still in the beginning process and it's still in the beginning stages. I'm super excited about it. I know that I've kind of unleashed a little bit, not giving up too much information but you guys are going to um be seeing some videos and seeing some just uh, the press release right and there's a press release out there that that's uh being circulated to some of the businesses and so if you're interested please give us a contact uh contact us through through the Instagram page or 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 com. I think this is going to be a really good project and we're hoping that this is, you know, one, the first annual or the first of many to come. Um, And I think it's going to be a really good project and hopefully we can get a lot of people on board and do something really good for, for some people in the community. And I just want to say this isn't a biblical type of shoot. You know, I don't want anybody to be like, oh, well, you know, she's trying to push religion or anything like that. It's more about the strength that is behind this project. Exactly. I mean, this is I think you hit the nail on the head. You said we want women who are now you're unchained. And maybe Mm -hmm. this photo shoot, maybe this unchains you. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're feeling chained. Maybe you're feeling tied down by by your past or by guilt or or by just a defeated spirit mm-hmm. your character's gone and this is really a chance for you to to grab a little piece of strength and maybe that's maybe that's the catalyst for for a bigger change or or maybe it just makes you feel better for that day right and who couldn't use a day when they're dealing with the shit show you know? right i mean life's 
fucking chaos, I mean, it starts to drain you and it starts to, uh, you know, chip a little bit off of your character sometimes. And especially when you're dealing with something traumatic like that, um, yeah. any type of, of, of loss, of trauma, we've talked about that a lot. Um, you've written about that a lot. And it's about being able to kind of reclaim yourself and, and to feel, feel good again and realize that you, that there is a good piece. I know when I went through my divorce, it took me a while, you know, I I left feeling like, oh, well, this person I was supposed to spend my life with didn't Didn't want me. Yeah. You felt discarded. Who the fuck's going to want me now? Yeah. And, And yeah, you feel discarded. You feel that way. And then eventually you, you start to heal and you realize, oh, wait, there's, there's, plenty of people out there who might be interested in you and then your confidence starts to come back and, and I know for for a lot of women especially it's who've, a little bit harder who've been in abusive relationships or or they're just not feeling like themselves like mm-hmm. oh I I don't look the way I did or I don't feel the way I did and I want to go back to that girl that you know that I used to be or you know who's gonna take me with so much baggage you know, I know for me, that was the biggest um, issue for me. I didn't know who was going to even entertain the the fact that I was just so broken and I had kids and I was going through a divorce and, you know, but there are men that, that are willing to go through that with you, that are going to love you for you. And it didn't, it took me a very long time to find my confidence again. And I think with the certain people that I had in my life and, you know, some of my good choices opposed to the the terrible choices that I made, I think now that that was all character building. And so now when I look back, I'm like a part of me had to die inside, completely die inside in order for me to be reborn. And that rebirth for me was far more beautiful than I can ever possibly imagine. Because let me tell you this, I love who I am. Not in a vain way, but I actually do love who I am. I'm a good person. I've come a long way and I've learned by trial and error and I've learned by people hurting me. And I am self-aware of my actions. I observe everyone and I study them. So not in a creepy way. Well, kind of with some, (laughs) but I mean, I'm very aware of who I surround myself with. And that's, I think there's a lot of women who don't, they don't have that, that self-awareness or or a lot of people, I shouldn't just say women, um, they don't have that self-awareness or again, the point of the project, as you were saying is, is to get them kind of help you break free. There's that concept of, there's that scientific piece about being in, in chrysalis or mm-hmm. wh- whatever that. How Just to, being unbounded. Like you're not bounded to anyone anymore. You're not bounded to to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to pretend to be someone you're not. And you're free to be you. So, okay, back to this project. We're looking for sponsors we're looking for a venue if anyone wants to help out with this venue that would be great as far as the shoot is concerned we're also looking for a venue uh for the after party right yes 
and we're looking for an artist. We're we're looking to do a backdrop at the after party with 3125, with Broken Girl, with some wings. If anyone you know out there, I know I've reached out to a couple people and I'm just not too sure if they didn't believe in me in the project or if it was just bad timing. But I'm really hoping that I can um, nail someone that believes in this project and that, you know, believes in what we're trying to do and um, is willing to donate possibly our, you know, 3125's logo. Did you hear that, people? She's looking to nail someone to bring into the project. Really, Mikhail? <laughs> really? I don't know. My mind went that way, but definitely. When does it not? <laughs> I'm a guy, and actually, we're going to talk about that right. in a little bit. A little in a little bit coming up, we're going to talk about kind of say that one more time, five times fast. Right. Oh, I'm sure that'll probably get edited out. If it doesn't, then you can listen to me stutter for a little bit. <laughs> or fuck off. <laughs> right? So you have a couple other guests that are coming up. Hold on one second. I just want to say one thing. Um, being the fact um, we are looking for these sponsors, um, and the whole project is going to be split into two categories. Number one is going to be pinup style photos so we're looking for possibly a car club that is willing to donate some hot rods um for the shoot um you know donate for the day and you're more than welcome to be there as well um just so we can capture the shots that we're looking to take yeah even just you know a couple hours whatever whatever right. if you'd be willing to drive your car over to the location and, and it's and it can be used. We're also going to have some cool bikes that are going to be there as well that people are going to take pictures with. So yeah. that should be cool. And then the second one is going to be more of like a boudoir style, like a bedroom style photo for those people who are comfortable taking that style as well. And it'd be... It'd be completely tasteful. The whole shoot is going to be black and white. With the pinup, it's going to be black and white with a splash of like red. If say you're wearing red lipstick or a red bandana or whatever, or the car is a specific color, I want that to pop. It's going to be all very, very, very tasteful and classy. It's not going to be raunchy. It's not going to be, you know, some girl laying on a bed with lingerie. It's nothing like that. It's going to have some depth and it's going to have some density to it for sure sounds great it sounds like it's uh like i said all we need is you yeah and and you know the sponsors and we're hoping that this will all come together beautifully and our mission will be fulfilled and who, who doesn't want to be on the ground floor or something awesome i mean this is something that uh, once it takes off this year, we're looking to do it again. And there's going to be, you know, some prizes going to the people who are the fan favorites and things like that. We really want to make this positive experience just to be part of it. And then hopefully we can get enough in sponsorship money to to add some of those little incentives like a spa day or some other things that would just be kind of icing on the cake. For right. And I, I mean, unfortunately, I just don't know enough people and I can't do this alone. So for anyone that knows people that knows 
some more people get the word out for me, spread the love. I mean, at the end of the day, love wins all. And that's what I'm trying to build. And I I don't want to focus on the negative. I want to focus turning a negative into a positive. I think we need more of that. Right. And, and I think, you know, especially people who are dealing with this stuff, they've dealt with enough negative. Right. And yeah, there's just so much negative in this world right now. You know, all the shame and all the the disrespect and, you know, all the chaos. It's like, let's focus on something beautiful, you know, and this is truly something beautiful, at least to me. And I mean, the, the scripture means so much to me. I mean, I even have it tattooed on me. And I know plenty of women that actually have that scripture tattooed on them as well. So it means so much, not only in a biblical sense, but in a personal sense to me. Well, and who wouldn't want to come be part of the Broken Girl family? Right. Right. We're awesome. Always, always add a few more people. For sure. Okay, so moving on. Um, we have another amazing Broken Girl fave. Her name is Maria. She is coming on the show to talk about life with a personality disorder. It's pretty intense to tell to tell you the truth. And not only that, uh, to, to add more onto, you know, the icing on the cake. She's also a single mother of two. And one of them is, has autism and he's uh, he's high functioning but still requires a lot of attention and I know for me you know someone is very close to me that is high functioning autistic I know it's a challenge so I I feel her pain and um, she's coming on to have a voice again my main goal is to bring awareness to mental health and um, she believes in the same mission and so she's coming on the show to tell her story so we also have and this is exciting for me to announce because i've been working with her closely and um so anyway she is a therapist and she specializes in family therapy personality disorders psychosis as well as trauma marriage and sex therapy. Sex therapy, huh? Mm-hmm. That sounds... Uh, I want to pick her brain. I have so many questions. And I'm sure that the listeners would really enjoy... Who wants to talk about... I mean, who doesn't want to know about sex? It's I, titillating. <laughs> I have no words for you right now. It's titillating? Yeah, you've never heard the word titillating before? Is that a pun? No, or? it's an actual word. Who, who doesn't like talking about sex? I mean, the articles that you've written on the site, some of the, some of the ones that garnered the biggest response were, were the sex-related articles as well. I mean, the other articles garnered, garnered a lot of response, but it seems like when you start talking about, about sex, like you have that article, you know, why douchebags get laid, and you mm-hmm. had all these people chiming in like, oh, well, I'm... I'm not a douchebag or I'm this or, and they, they really had a lot of things to say. And especially with the most recent sex article, it's, it was said, do you think relationship sex is better than than Netflix and chill? You know why? Because I have a hard time understanding people that have casual sex. What part of that, what part of it is tough to wrap your brain around? Because how can you have sex and not catch feelings? 
I mean, that's an that's an honest question. I know for me being a girl, I know that it would be hard for me to have a relationship without the relationship and not, you know, I can't have casual sex to without have, couching feelings. To have the physical without the emotional. Right. And I think that has to do, you know, you know, I've talked about you being uh, empathic and those sort of things. So maybe the fact that you're more in tune with with your emotions than a lot of people. Um, so people are more colder? I don't know if it's cold necessarily. I think there's just, when I was dating, there was, before I, I got into a relationship, it was just kind of like you meet somebody and... Maybe there's a little bit of a connection, but nothing that's going to go anywhere, but it serves a purpose as well. You know, you yeah, kind of, I just don't get that. I just, well, I, I, I'm, I've never been a big dater, you know, I've never done the online thing. I've, you know what I mean? It's just that, that, that just wasn't me. So I have a hard time understanding how people can turn and turn on and off their emotions you know like okay I'm gonna bang the fuck out of you but walk out of here without even feeling anything and I think there's there's a time and a place for everything right and so for some people maybe that's all they're maybe that's all they want maybe all they want is that physical piece I just I don't want to get connected to someone I don't want to get I know for me you know coming off of a, a 10 plus year marriage initially when I started dating I didn't, I wanted to connect with people, but I didn't want to connect with people. If, if that makes sense, you know, like I wanted some sort of a connection, but I wasn't ready. You to, weren't emotionally prepared for. I wasn't even emotionally available. Yeah. I was physically, my body was available, but the rest of me was. Tapped out. It was, it was just too, too beaten from being divorced and. Yeah. Having all those other issues that come with it. All I could really offer to somebody at in those early stages was just hang out, have a good time. And if something happens beyond that, that that was really all I was personally capable of offering, you know, Hmm. and I I respect that. I mean, I respect the, the whole thought process. It's just not for me. Right. And. And I know there's going to be a lot of people listening that are like, hey, I'm a big proponent of casual sex. I have no problem. And and we're. The article, the thing I liked about the article is it wasn't being judgmental. It wasn't saying that casual sex is a bad thing. Right. It's know, because not. Because it's definitely. I get it and I respect it. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with being single. I, and I just hope that everyone is doing it responsibly and not hurting people, you know, and like don't lead a girl on. Um, just be straightforward. Let her know what you're looking for. But don't give that impression that you're looking for a relationship because... If you're not. Yeah. Because I know a lot of, you know, people that I know have started something with someone. Either they go ghost after or they drop that bombshell like they're seeing other people or, you know, whatever. So women are, they're let on. Well, I, I don't think it's just women. I think it's Men too. everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's it's a by. I mean, there's a lot of things I guess you could psychoanalyze that goes with it. But mm-hmm. it's, I think the, if you're just up front, you know, right. if, you, if you're up front and you say, hey, I'm not up looking front. for a relationship mm-hmm. and I'm currently seeing other people. If that person still chooses to pursue their interaction with you, whatever that may be, 
then that's on them if they get hurt. Right. Because if you were up front and you said, hey, I'm just here for casual dating to have a good time. Yeah, you know, not you, looking for anything serious. You're not the only person that I'm calling on a, you know. Right, on a Saturday night. Right. You know, let me tell you a funny story. I didn't even know what it meant to Netflix and chill. No? No. I posted it on... Man, there must have been someone that invited you over for some Netflix and, <laughs> and got severely no. disappointed in the process. No, let me tell you. I was I was watching Netflix with my kids and I posted it. I know, I know. Wait, wait, you posted it? Like I'm sitting here Netflix and chilling with my children? Yes. No, I was it was like my daughter and I and I was like Netflix and chill, like all, you know, parading it. Oh, I'm sure the poor girl was mortified. <laughs> Can you imagine like your mom's like, hey, hey, sweetie, you want to Netflix and chill with your mom? I didn't know what that term meant. I mean, that's how I I just never been a big dater. I don't know the slang. I don't I don't know what's out there. Yeah. Don't judge me. So anyway, no judgment, no judgment to each their own. Right. right. So my girlfriend, she emailed me and she's like, do you know what it means to Netflix and chill? And I'm like, no. And she's like, you know, like you're going to go hook up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm over here posting it about my child. Like, oh my God, <laughs> I was, I was mortified. <laughs> I, I, I would have been too. I mean, it's, it's funny how that has become just part of the, the culture, you know, mm-hmm. the dating culture. I think so a lot of the, a lot of the dating culture, especially for people who are younger in their twenties and and I, I guess it was the same way when I was in my 20s, too, is a lot more casual relationships and things like that, just because you're you're younger, you're out, you're having fun. You're, You've had tons of girlfriends. I have not had tons of girlfriends. Ugh, whatever. I've, I've dated See, around, but I have not had tons of girlfriends. Did you hear yourself? There's a difference. I dated around. I did. I did. I was single and I was upfront about it. Can you tell me like one of your memorable dating stories so i did the online thing for a while and catfished no i was never catfished i was always pretty upfront about it seemed like there was always a couple categories you know there was you'd meet someone and you start a conversation and you kind of get the vibe that they're not they're just kind of looking to have these online conversations like let me keep this file folder of of this checklist of, of all these guys and who knows right So I met this girl and we were talking back and forth. She lived about an hour and a half away and I decided to go up and see her and we go up and, and this girl proceeds to take me to her favorite bar. Now her favorite bar was a block and a half away from uh, the county jail. Oh, beautiful. And it was the place. Sounds promising, Mikhail. It was the place where that she would be like, oh yeah. All the guys come here as they get as they get released from prison. No, nothing against you if you've been locked up or anything like. There's no fucking judgment here, right? But as a first impression goes, oh shit, you know, I was just like, I'm like, you're gonna get some vato <laughs> coming up to you and be like, what's up? Why are you with my girl? <laughs> so all these scenarios are playing through my head, right? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be right. sitting here having a drink with this girl, and and you know, some guy from Cell Block D's walking up and. Is, <laughs> and you know, 
is, is going to confront me about hanging out with his girl or whatever. It just right. seemed like a, like there was a lot of red flags. Right. And this girl proceeded to get not just buzzed, but shit face drunk, like stumbling down. I had to physically put her in the car wow. to drive her back to her house. And, Beauty. And it was, and the whole night was like that. And it was funny because the bar we were hanging out at, she was kind of a regular and she knew like the bartender and stuff like this. And every time that she would go like to the back to go use the restroom or something, her bartender friend would hop around the bar and start hitting on me. Oh shit. No way. Like no bullshit. And then she'd see her friend coming out and she'd hightail it back behind the bar. No, And it was, it was a totally surreal experience. And to me that was kind of indicative of what the whole online dating experience was crazy. Like like it's just a crapshoot. You don't know who you're going to meet people who, they represent themselves one way and then you meet them in person and maybe it's That's not the, the same. Thing. Yes. Okay. So I went to go work on a long, a longtime friend of mine and um, he lived in Mountain House and um, he was fresh out of a relationship and he was, we're talking about, you know, my podcast and he was like, you need to do a show about catfishing because let me tell you the girls that actually post pictures of themselves what they look like like 10 years ago and i'm like why would really i didn't know it was that bad people are looking to get an advantage right and so would would that be called catfishing not really i think it's just being disingenuous to a certain extent sure you know when i did the whole online thing and maybe i was naive to it but I just, I wanted to be honest. So I just put an honest information, you know, a a handful of pictures that, that showed what I look like, what Mm -hmm. I actually look like, you know, Mm -hmm. I I don't have any fucking hair. So I I didn't have all these pictures with a hat on. God, you know, you're that, that's a whole other issue (laughs) that that we could get into. You know what? Okay. So let me tell you a fun fact about Mikael. He used to have dreadlocks. Way back when I was in my 20s. And I. For a minute. For a minute. And so I keep telling him that if there's no pictures, it never happened. Never happened. There are pictures floating around somewhere, but I think they're at my dad's house and. I'm just not sure. There's a, a a couple drawers full of old pictures and stuff, and it's, it'd just be a matter of going through them and maybe finding a picture. So if anyone has pictures of Mikael with dreadlocks, please, please, please send them my way. I, I guarantee that nobody has pictures. I, I didn't have them that long. I just got sick of them. They got, they, it, they were just, they were high maintenance. And I didn't, I'm not a high maintenance type of person. No, you're not. And so it... They were just a lot for as seemingly, they seem easy to maintain, but well, you just don't do anything, right? You don't wash them. You well, don't no, do but you got to constantly like, as they're setting, you got to constantly twirl them and twist them. And, and oh, you, that's not you. And it's just, Too I don't much. know. It was just a lot of fucking Too work. much effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your son has long hair and yeah. looks identical to you. Yeah. It's crazy the way jeans work. Yeah, there's no no shortage. The the male side of my family dominant. They all look the same. I look like my dad. My dad looks like his brother. I have Crazy. a cousin that looks like I do. Um, and it's just that's this is what the men on this side. Yeah, that that gene or that that the DNA is strong in that. I guess. Well, I have to say that your son 
is going to be one handsome man. He's he's awesome. He's definitely awesome, and I miss him dearly. I just wanted to say that, just in case he's listening. <laughs> um, anyway, back to what we're talking about. So let's let's focus in because the article. I mean, we talked about a little bit about casual sex, and and one of the things I liked was there's a quote in here that's that's part of the article that says you don't have to remember birthdays or anniversaries you know you you don't have to there's not much need to go out and spend money on anything but a few drinks and a good and I think maybe that's part of the appeal too especially for people who are are out of long-term relationships right and I I mean that was part of part of the dating for me it was like oh I don't have to worry about the details of that person you know it was just like it's casual it's casual but I never really understood the whole attachment piece you know and maybe I just didn't invest myself too much where you know, in anybody in specific where it was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm shutting off feelings, you know, I'm not that type of person. Well, and I think people are, are extremely busy and dating, dating and relationships, take they take time, they take effort. And it's, if I'm putting in 60, 70 hours a week at my job. And you have an itch that needs to be scratched. Then I'm, I need someone that's not going to want me to put in all that effort who's just going to be willing to, you know, who's, who's got that same, the same mindset, that same philosophy, like, let's just keep it casual. We'll have some fun and hang out and and go. And then it's like, what do you do at the end? It's like, I don't want to be rude, but can you leave? Yeah. Really? I mean, sometimes, sometimes some people have agreements where they stay the night and sometimes it's just, you know, thanks a lot. And I got to get up and go to work. It's like, for me, it's, Maybe it's a little bit more deeper because I'm a deep person. Again, I'm empathic. So it's like when you sleep with someone, you sleep with their past. So it's like, I don't know. I guess that's stay protected. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up because you never wrap know. Wrap it up. Double wrap it. Double wrap it. <laughs> but there was an interesting concept in the article that, you know, you have a link to a survey that was in there that mm-hmm. they reported. And it, the survey was, you know, women in... Um, amongst college age women with regard to orgasms and casual sex. And right. the, the women in long-term relationships reported having more orgasms than the women who had the uh, casual relationship. The reason why I put that in there is because, you know, when you're comfortable with someone, you're able to let go. You're able to release, you know, you're able to have that phenomenal orgasm where it's like, if you're just, you know, hitting it and quitting it with someone that you don't know. You're you're worried about all the little details. You know what? You know, is he going to see this? Am I doing this? Or I I don't know. So it it's more for me. I had to figure out why. And I think you hit on a you touched on a couple points where it's about that comfort. It's about you know it takes like anything else. It takes time to get to know what somebody likes, what they don't like. Just because something worked with person A doesn't mean it's going to work with person B or person C or, or whatever. Right, right. And not only that, but I just think that the sexual chemistry with one person, you may not have that chemistry with another or vice versa. You might 
felt like you had to do something with someone and then you're able to explore a little bit of who you truly are, you know, in another relationship. I know that was, that's how it was for me. You know, when I was in my long-term relationship, I felt like I always had to please him and do things that I wasn't okay with. But at the end of the day, I was my own person. I was able to make a choice and I chose to make him happy. So I did things that was out of my character where, you know, my next relationship, it was more about like, I want to do things for me. I want to do things that I'm genuinely okay with. And Mm -hmm. that makes me comfortable. That makes me passionate. That makes me, I don't, I didn't have that pressure on me. So I don't know. There's just so many variables that come into play when you talk about casual sex, when you talk about relationships and having sex in your relationships, having a healthy sex life, you know, and that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about with the therapist, you know, what is your ideal sex or healthy sex life? (laughs) You know, is it multiple times a day? Is it multiple times a week? Is it a sex dungeon? Maybe a sex swing? I don't fucking know. (laughs) I mean, is it a chest full of toys? You know, I mean, what is healthy? And I I think that's up to to each couple to kind of determine. And I think there's where that's where a lot of animosity can can come in too. When you have two people who don't who whose drives don't match up, Mm -hmm. or I know it happens a lot with women who like after they had have babies they Mm -hmm. have you know even if they don't have postpartum maybe they just don't have that did your ex have postpartum no no okay yeah i've known i i had postpartum um with all of my pregnancies and i know tons of women that had postpartum and sex was out of the question and and as a man that's just something that we can't relate to necessarily i know because we want to be sympathetic or, or most guys do, I think, especially when you care about the person you're with, you know, it's, you want to be sympathetic, but at a certain point like that, you know, you're still a guy, you're still biologically programmed to, to mate, like to, to mate. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to go stick my dick in this tree because <laughs> I want to see what a male, what a human tree hybrid looks like. Like that's, that's part of our fucking DNA. Right. Know? Right. And I totally get the way men operate, but not a lot of women do. And that's why I expose some of the things that I talk about in my articles, you know, is, you know, all this pressure that a man puts on a woman too. And some of it is some women have high sex drives. I support that, you know, and some women are very, very freaky. I support that. I support anything that makes anyone happy. (laughs) Ladies, we support you. We support ladies with high sex drives yes. and freaky ladies. Freaky. We're, we're here for you. Yes, we are. That's 1-800-freaky-deaky. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, you know, I, I, I love to figure out people. And I love to figure out how people tick, how they think, and how they operate, and their personalities, and their disorders and because everybody is so unique and so you so different so it's just like and everyone loves sex i don't even care if you pretend that you don't you're lying i agree and and there's 
It's funny because I did some uh, some work a while back for someone who was a um, uh, like a they did mar- marriage retreats and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And that was all the literature that they had. Everything it all centered around the same thing. Rekindle that spark. Like find your passion again. Find your connection. And you know what's lying under the surface there. And it's not just, you know, passion, intimacy. connection, spark. That's not just sex. But yeah, like you said, it's intimacy. Mm-hmm. And it's so intimacy can be in a lot of different forms. You know, it can be pillow talk. It could be compassion it could be empathy it could be um it could be so many different things you know and it's not intimacy doesn't mean just sex so it's like let me give you an example when i found out that my my ex-husband was uh seeing someone that was married and was having intimate conversations with her they were having an intimate affair. Would you or would you not agree? Well, I think there's a, a subcategory that's like a, they call them emotional affairs. Right. And and yeah, I would agree. I mean, if you're if you're seeking out somebody else to to fill that void that should be filled, even if it's not a void, to to take the place of of your partner, your spouse, whatever. I, I mean, mean, if you're saying if you're you know giving out intimate and private details about your past marriage or whatever and that person is married themselves you don't cross those boundaries that is just an emotional and uh, an intimate affair and because that's an intimate conversation that you should not be having with without their significant other you know what i mean so what i'm trying to get at my point is is that you know there's tons of different forms of intimacy and so it's important to talk about those things. And I, th- I think that's a good segue to, you know, going back to, to the guest that's going to be on the show a little bit later, and maybe she can address some of those things. I'm, I'm sure it's something that she has seen in her own practice with, with couples that have, have issues. They're, I'm sure intimacy is part of it. I'm sure sex is part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's all kind of interconnected. Oh, it's all connected. I mean, it's all, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to get her on the show. Um, we're, we're trying to set that up, but we don't know what she's a very, very business or very, very busy uh, woman. And uh, she's, she loves the concept of broken girl. She supports everything that we're trying to promote and what we talk about. And um, she's currently going over my articles right now to see if I'm actually right. To see if you're right. Yes. So she's analyzing your mm-hmm. article. I asked her to. That's interesting. Will mm-hmm. she? Are you willing to have her talk about that? Oh, for sure. I want to know if I'm hitting, if I'm in the right direction. Interesting. I, I'm looking forward to, to because what she has I mean, to say. there's research done. There is a lot that is put into these articles. I want to know if if I'm heading in that right direction. Well, and I, I think your the response and the readership and and people listening to the podcast probably it's, it's, it's yeah they support you, it. You know, there's I'm, there's I'm a sure. lot of support that's coming through. For sure. So uh, be on the lookout for 3125. Definitely. 
Definitely. We're looking for sponsorships. Models. Models, models, models. Stories, stories, stories. Let me give you a voice. Let me give you your confidence back. Let me give you your wings. Let me give you that power back. Allow me to do that. And (laughs) be on the lookout for Maria's story. Be on the lookout for our therapist that will be giving us further insight as far as, you know, sex, marriage. If you have any fucking questions, email them to me because we read them. We we talk about them. We uh, and, and they're all anonymous. If you want them to be anonymous, go ahead and throw that in there. If there's some if there's a topic that you want us to talk about, feel free to let us know. You know, because we're definitely open-minded. We're definitely um, open-hearted. And, you know, let me give you a voice, basically. And I think with that being said, we're going to sign off here. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Broken Girl Unchained. And this is Juliet, your host. And I'm sitting here with... Mike. Me, kid. You like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You, you kind of do, don't lie. <laughs> just, just with you, nobody else. I, I think it'd be. God, I can't wait for that one person. That one person. Someone's gonna say it, and I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be so shocked. I'm not even. I don't even think I'll say anything in return. I think you would give them a hug. He's a gentleman and a teddy bear. Till next time. Till next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you.